Hey there, it's Fiction Friday. Sam with another video for you, and you know what I always say at the start of at least some of these videos, a good writer must also be a good reader. So what are you reading these days, writers, and how will it improve your writing? What lessons can you learn from it that will help influence or shape your own writing? Um, great question, I'm glad I asked. Let me show you my answer, because I'm excited about this one. So this is Excommunication, a novel by Peter Kleins, part of the X heroes series. Um, I just finished reading it yesterday, so um, I have lots of thoughts and just am excited for, you know, re reeling off of, off, this, off this excitement of having finished a new book and being like, and all that stuff. Um, so Excommunication, or sorry, X heroes let me tell you about the series first. Um, the series is a superhero zombie series. Basically, there's a group of superheroes, like in my story also, and then the zombie apocalypse happens, and and so their task now is not necessarily to fight traditional villains, but to help this community survive in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, my friend Corbin recommended it to me a while back. Um, you, 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 if you follow my videos, you've seen Corbin on here uh, interviewing and discussing things with me a few times. Um, and he's an avid reader, and he knew I, I was writing a superhero story. Um, so he was like, "This, this book might be kind of, kind of similar to what you're to what you're doing." So um, this is the third book in the series. There are five out, and um, I've only read th read three so far. I read the first two like three years ago, like 2019, yeah, before I moved, before the pandemic, all that stuff, before before I was a dad, and um, I, I really liked them both, but it's just, um, well, again, moving, pandemic, having a baby, uh, starting a new job, all that stuff, um, I kind of didn't get to read as much for a while there, and then... They, these, they were a little hard to find um, once, I, once I did. Um, my, my, my library didn't have like this one in hard copy, only electronic or something like that. And I, well, also it took, it took, it took me a while to get, a, to get a library card after moving and, and everything being closed for a while in, in, with COVID there. Anyway, long story short, I read the first two, three years ago um, and really liked it, really liked both of them. And um, wanted to read the, read the rest, I was just like, I don't have a way to get them. So I finally, I just ordered this one on Amazon after a while, and finally read it just this past month. Um, so so I mean, it was worth the wait. I, I, I still like the series as much as I did three years ago. Um, still excited for it, still want to read the next two now. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about, about the series and what it does well, and um, just how I think I can learn from it, or if anyone else is out there is writing superheroes or zombies or even just sci-fi, fantasy, action in general, a few things you could learn. Okay, so, um, this series focuses on a group of superheroes, like I said, um, and there's an ensemble cast, you could say, but it's, they end up whittling it down to just, um, four main characters. Oh, that's right, I, I will give some minor spoilers for the first book, which is just, which is just called X-Heroes. I will try not to give too many spoilers, but since I'm kind of laying the groundwork and I'm three books in, I might say some things that you might not discover yet. So if you hate spoilers and want to avoid them at all costs, um, turn this off now and just go read X Heroes. But if you want to hear my overview, then continue and proceed with caution. So yeah, um, in the first book, there were like five or six main characters, you could say. Um, there's 
uh, but they've, they've kind of whittled, whittled it down to four. Um, there's the Mighty Dragon, also known as Saint George. He usually refers to him by his for his regular name. He you know has flight and super strength, and he can also breathe fire like a dragon. There's Stealth, um, who's, who's pictured here on the cover, kind of this hooded ninja lady. Um, she's very much a Batman, like stick to the shadows, be secretive, also cold and calculating, and like wants to have a plan for everything. Um, that's Stealth. Um, there's Cerberus, who's like a um, who's a ex-military woman, and she has this gigantic robot armor called Cerberus. And there's Zap, or with spelled with three Z's, who's a guy who basically turns into living energy or lightning or something like that. So that's pretty cool. And and, and there are other characters who who come into it. But those are the I think the main four. Um, in the first book, there were like five or six main characters, but. Um, one of them, at least one of them, didn't make it past the first book. That was the minor spoiler. Um, and it's also true of my book, of my fifth main character. <laughs> so, spoilers. Um, but, yeah, so, so, so I kind of um, resonated with that. Just just, just um, kind of know that I'm examining tropes and seeing how these things work together. I'm like, oh, okay. He has an ensemble cast, but he... You know, after the first book, focus on the, the the four or so characters who are more most important: two male leads, two female leads, which is kind of what I have too in my story now. So I guess maybe I'm doing something right. I'm um, following tropes of others who have succeeded before, and that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, th there's um, you know, it, it just and, and he he relies on like superhero tropes in the sense of like. Just, I mean, you know, he expects the reader to understand that there's, you know, superheroes and zombies. Like, 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 like in this case, tropes of the genre are, are a good thing. Like, yes, there's little, there's there's a little bit of backstory. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but there's not like a, it doesn't get bogged down in the backstory. It gets like a brief origin for each character, and then you, 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 you kind of just kind of just accept, yeah, there are superheroes in this world, and yeah, there are zombies in this world. Like, like it doesn't have to explain the science of it that much. It's just, um, although oh, they they have characters who are you know scientific and trying to figure those things out, but um, but yeah, it's just. Um, it, it, it you know relies on the audience's familiarity with the genre and such. Actually, the first book does um, explain how the zombies came to be in this world, and I won't tell you because that's an, another major spoiler slash plot twist. But that was one of the ones that made my head go mind blown. Um, so really read the first read, read the first book and and figure out the secret there. It's it's really interesting. Um, it just made me really fall in love, fall in love with, in love with, it, with, it, with this series and this. The sweaters, plot twists, and and everything like that. So that was cool. Um, yeah, and 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 there is a villain. There was a um, one recurring villain. You know, other villain forces too. And and um, this is also a minor spoiler because you don't figure it out till probably for the first book. But hopefully, it's okay. Um, the villain can um, basically possess or animate the zombies. So zombies usually are you know just mindless beasts that can't talk, and they're just, and they just kind of act on heard animal instinct, but the villain can enter their minds and, like, speak through them and see through them and act through them, and that's really interesting. Um, I, th I thought it was a cool power idea. I mean, it, it almost only slightly differs from zombie, zombie lore, because usually we see them being, being like, um, 
usually we see, we see zombies as mindless and 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 just not talking or anything. But and then when you, when, I, when, when you do see one talking, you're like, what's going on here? What, what, what's 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 the what's the secret of this universe that I haven't figured out yet? And that's what that's what it ends up being is, is that someone can possess the zombies. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, first book was a I guess general. I mean, I mean yes, there was villain stuff. There was a introduction to the characters and um, this introduction to the world. Second book, they introduced a um, a super soldier group, like like like, like a, a military group, who had been doing experiments with super soldiers, like Captain America or something like that. And there were some rogue super soldiers still running around, and our heroes encountered those. Third book that we just read called Excommunication. Um, Dealt more with like magic and stuff. Um, there's there's magic in this world because some superheroes use magic. Like think like Doctor Strange or John Constantine. There's a character in here who is a little bit like that, like a basically a, a sorcerer superhero, um, and his magic gets out of control. And there's more twists and turns there. And so that's the third book. Again, there's two more I haven't read yet. Um, I'm looking forward to reading them. Hopefully, in the next little while. I mean, I, mean, I know it's I have I have lots to read and and there's lots of my on my list, but um, I, I want to get to them because I'm, I'm really enjoying this series. It's it's just a lot of fun. Um, let's see. There's there's um, there's little Easter eggs for fan, fans of comics and stuff. I mean, I mean, you can you can tell the, the, the writer's a true nerd, other, other than the fact that he's just other than the fact, the fact that he's writing about superheroes and zombies. Um, he puts in pop culture Easter eggs for sci-fi things, and he even like references the comics. There's one character um, who who is a comic book fan and a pop culture movie fan, and and, and he leaves little references that I get, and I'm like, yes, like I understood that, and and it just it makes my nerd heart happy. Um, I've I've just enjoyed it a lot. As, as far as pure enjoyment and pure entertainment value, I give these five out of five. Um, I mean, I know I know some some books do different things. I mean, I mean some books are, you know, maybe deep and and, and or philosophical or sending a message instead of, you know, in addition to being entertaining. I'm not saying this one isn't deep, it's not meant to send a message. It is written for entertainment, but for pure entertainment, um, I give it five out of five for me. They've all been just really, really fun and and kind of entertaining, mind-blowing so far for someone like me who likes superheroes and zombies. Um, very fun, very, just very much books that let me get, get lost in an adventure. Um, one other note um, that, I'll, that I'll, I'll mention before we before anything else: um, they're not for kids. Um, uh, you know, in addition to gore, um, the, the, there's gore and violence you, you, you could expect. While you know, from from a zombie novel slash, I guess, superhero novel has action violence. More from zombie side of things. I don't think he lingers on the descriptions of the gore more than he needs to. Um, the, the, the writing style is fairly, I guess, low key, like like plain ish. It doesn't. And I, I, I think it's a good thing in this case. It keeps you in the action. It doesn't linger a description too much, but the gore is there. Um, but besides that, there's language, because people in real life will probably use strong language in these situations. And there's sexual situations, too. So it's not for kids, probably not even for teens. I mean, maybe a mature teen, depending on parental guidance. Um, but it's a superhero zombie novel written about adult characters for adults um, like me and you know some of us adults like us who never quite grew up um, and still like still like these fun stories um, so yeah just keep that in mind I mean you know use your, use your discretion if any of that bothers you um, really fun books really entertaining books 
not for kids, probably not even for teens, depending depending on what your teens into. Um, but one thing uh, that I can apply from these that, that, that I really want to that I would like to take away um, is in my writing is um, how he does backstory, and this is really interesting. Um, like I, I mentioned the backstories, and you know each character has a, has an origin. There's four main characters plus others who are minor characters, and a lot of them have backstories too. So most of the book, and, and, and as it goes through the, goes through the whole series, most of the book is written in um, third person, omniscient. Um, you know, the, you know, just not from one character's perspective. Um, but then he does backstory chapters, and he puts those in first person. Um, so like, most of it is third person narration. But when Saint George tells his origin story, it actually is from Saint George's first person perspective, saying, "I did this. I did that. Um, this happened to me." And it's interesting. So it can take you a little while to figure out like which character um, you're you're looking at when it, when it does a backstory chapter. Um, this one didn't have too many backstory chapters. I think I think books one and two did more so. This one had fewer than the rest, um, but still a few to set up some, set some things up. But that's really interesting. Um, I think I think it was, I think it's done well. Uh, I like that because. Um, my superhero story is getting bogged down with backstory. Some of you have heard bits and pieces of it, and how I've tried to like two or three of the characters who have interconnected origins, and I've I have like several chunks of backstory, and I've that to me are necessary character development. I've tried to cut them to cut them down, and people have have suggested splitting it into two books, which I don't want to do, but might have to if if publishers don't like it the way it is. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But um, I have probably too much backstory, at least at least um, too much for some readers, I'm sure. Um, he does not get lost in the backstory. There's, there is backstory, but he doesn't get lost in it. it it's a quick, a quick chapter, a quick interlude, then back to the action. So that's pretty cool. Um, and and he, he uses backstory to explain certain things and certain plot twists and stuff too, which you know I think always think it's done well. It's it's placed at a pivotal, um, suspenseful moment that 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 is like once once you see the reveal you're like what? Then the backstory explains what you just learned and you're like oh man, yeah. So it's really cool, um, really done well. Like I said, his writing style is um, I think it's just kind of like yeah, plain is the wrong word, but just uh, I mean because I mean he he does you know. He, he he does the thing that, the thing that I struggle to do, which, which is um, say a lot with a little. You know, he, he'll 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 just um, he doesn't give long descriptions of of like of visuals or of action scenes or anything. Um, the action it, it's it's fast paced, fast moving, and so fast that sometimes I have to read certain sections again to make sure I got make sure I got it, make sure I didn't tune out. But um, it's not like. But but but, but 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 it's but it still you know conveys the character's feelings and 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 just this, the you know reality of the situation and and, and kind of like the tension of the moment. So um, best of both worlds. Um, as far as again, entertainment quality five out of five. If you're approaching it from a literary academic standpoint, yeah, I mean it's it's not high deep literature. You can argue about that, um, but whatever. So take it for what it is. Um, but for me. As a sci-fi superhero zombie action fan, um, and and one who also cares about the characters and their human lives and interactions, um, for me, five out of five. I've really enjoyed this series so far. I'm thankful to my friend Corbin for introducing it to me. Um, you know, I I, I I don't I, I don't own the first two books. I, I bought this one. I, I got I got the first two from my old library um, and bought this one because I couldn't couldn't find it, find it in the library anymore. Maybe I'll buy the whole series one day. I don't know. 
Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to read them the next two as well. And yeah, so that's the X Hero series by Peter Kleins. Um, so I guess the writing tips that you can apply is are um, you know when you have backstory, don't get bogged down, and um, keep your novel fast paced. Keep, keep the action fast paced. If if it's an action novel or a sci-fi drama novel, whatever. Um, for a good way example of someone who does that well, read the first X Heroes novel. See if you like it. If you do, read the rest. Remember, um, take. Take grains of salt, um, or um, take the content, um, mature content as a grain of salt if that, if that bothers you. But otherwise, really, really fun novel, five out of five for me. I'd recommend this whole series. So go read X Heroes by Peter Kleins. In the meantime, um, keep doing your thing, keep writing, keep reading, keep rocking, and have a wonderful weekend. Bye.